This week we have a letter show, so I don't have any predefined content warnings. So, yeah, there, there's that. Um, also, we have many animals, and it's not dark out yet, so you may hear a rooster in the background. A dog may try to crawl into someone's lap, Ursula's. There are... Hound. Hound. Um, there are many a thing that might happen, so... Yeah, be be warned that we have animals, and they sometimes cause disruptions. Um, and then, finally, we swear. Yep. Sometimes we swear a lot. Sometimes we don't. So, yeah, that. Sometimes I'm, you feel like a swear. Sometimes, sometimes you, you don't. don't. Yeah. So, um, hi folks, welcome to Productivity Alchemy, episode 200 and... 42 it has been a great we had a great vacation i think we that's did the thing yeah we took a week off and it was amazing so yes no we were on there. the joko cruise we were and uh, so we got to go to a bunch of places we've never been before and you got to see a bunch of birds you've never seen before which is the important thing yes a dozen new birds yes and unfortunately our flight home did not quite work no there was a cyclone or something and, and so, like a snow winter movement thing yeah yeah and uh so kevin and i uh having discovered there was going to be like three days until we could get home uh there were still people waiting to to fly home last night yesterday and yesterday was the tuesday after the cruise yes uh and so. and bear in mind it was saturday that we were doing this uh yeah. we uh we rented a car. We said, fuck it, let's drive. It's only 12 hours, which will end up being more for us, but... Yeah, we, well, it yeah. took two days, but, uh, uh, yeah, so we drove from, uh, Fort Lauderdale to Raleigh. Yeah. And, uh, that's a really long trip when you're in your 40s. It, uh, it was not as long when I was 25. No. Or even 30, but, uh... Yeah, that was that was quite a a trip. Yeah, it was it was a thing, but you know, it's it's been a while since it's been 2 years since we've done a drive like that. Oh yeah, or more. Or more. And um I I think the only real challenge other than the world's slowest Wendy's <laughs> uh just north of Fort Lauderdale was Finding a hotel room for the night. Yes, because everyone else was also trapped by the the flight cancellations. And so we just crossed the... We were just outside of Jacksonville, which has an airport. Yeah, just north of it in Georgia. Yeah, and it was like... Spring break or spring bike break week. is happening, yeah. And bike week and some other stuff. Yeah. And there was nothing. Nothing. And the only reason we did not wind up sleeping at a rest stop was because uh, we went into a place to see if they had any vacancies. Or rather, Kevin went I in. I went in. And uh, I have usually, like, undeservedly good travel luck. This this year, this one was like the the like the one, the, the exception to the rule kind of thing. But even so, uh, it was... Uh, uh, it, it's not that things don't go wrong, it's just that if things go wrong... Because uh, plenty of things go wrong when I travel, it's just that usually, you know, and then they'll pay for the the 
hotel and then it'll turn out I'll be in a town where, you know, I have a bunch of friends and we wind up getting an amazing meal and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, this was a combination, I think, of the of my travel luck and Kevin's, like, sorrow that will... <laughs> will uh, a sad Kevin can undo, you know, the... the the hearts of men and he walked in and looked sad i did not walk necessarily walk in and look sad i walked in and said do you have any rooms having checked on like booking.com who i guess had not updated and it said they had like two and they were like no i'm very sorry we're sold out so they no longer had rooms and i was like oh well okay i guess we'll just have to drive further down the road and this woman comes out of the back probably like the overnight housekeeper or something and she's like well there is the one room and i'm like did somebody the the way and they're like oh no we really can't i'm like look the way you're saying that did like is it a murder room because now I got to know. Well, no, it, you know, did, did something horrible? No, it's just that the previous um, occupant occupant got a little excessive with uh, the herbal smokables. And I was like, and did they already pay the cleaning fee? Oh, yeah, and then some. I'm like, all right, I'll take it. Actually, I might have said, I don't give a fuck, I'll take it. Um and they're like, do you want to smell it first? Because it's rather strong. And I'm like, I, I've been around more than once. It's it's no big. And it didn't even smell that strongly. We get in there and it smelled sort of like cleaning supplies and maybe like whiffs of bad sock every in some places. It, but, mostly in the bathroom. But, it was the only place I noticed it. Yeah, but mostly it just smelled like cleaning supplies. Yeah, and so uh, we were just like, well, whatever. And passed out and then got up the next day and drove the rest of the way home. Um, where we encountered uh, possibly the slowest Burger King in Georgia. It, it wasn't nearly that as it bad. It was not nearly as bad as the other one, but uh, yeah, it, <clears throat> seriously, this, this place in uh, just north of Fort, Fort Lauderdale, uh, I timed it. It was taking them 10 minutes per car, but it was so jam-packed of people trying to get in and out that at some point, I, I think I had just accepted my fate to, we are going to sit here online. Because we couldn't get out. Because we really couldn't get out. Um, we're, we're just going to sit here for however long it takes. Which 40 would, minutes. 40 minutes, because it was 10 minutes per car. And there were at least four cars ahead of us. And, I mean, it was acceptable. I've had better, but at the time it was also, you know, like, I, I think we started driving at one thirty and stopped at like 2.30 cause like Wendy's, oh my God. And then like it was 3.30 before we were done eating. Yeah. Mostly because it was like, we're going to park here. We're going to shovel this food in and we're going to get back on the road. So... But, you know, you we know, made it, and, and we are dwelling a lot on the, the drive, but the trip was fantastic. Oh, the rest of the trip was amazing. Got to, to hang out with just some amazing people. Uh, yes. You know, it was, it was nice to, to be around creative people who know what it is like in the art minds. Uh, yes. Because, uh, 
I mean, I, I live on social media, as many of you know, and I haven't, and I'm kind of an introvert, so I haven't really missed people, but I, I had not realized how nice it is to hang out or sort of spontaneously with, with people uh, who, yeah. you know, know uh, what it's like. Who are, who are in the same trade. Yeah, or, right. or related ones. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, uh, the musicians are not in the same, you know, field no, I no. am exactly, but they still know, you know. Uh, they do. They what do. it's like. And it, uh, was, it was just really good. Yes, and we got to hang out with, at various points, all the guests. We got to hang out with a bunch of really cool people just in general. Um, I cannot express how wonderful all the other people on the cruise were the 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 fans and the audience are just amazing we yeah. we ran a D&D &D game that yes. was awesome it was it was incredible um just the and everybody was friendly and welcoming and accepting and honestly uh as soon as we our schedule allows and if we can get on it I plan on going back because it was just such a great experience. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, totally, totally. A++ will cruise again. Um, and, so, yeah. of course, you had to have three negative COVID tests across... Holy crap. Uh, three days. Yep. Uh, plus, of course, everyone had to be double-vaxxed. Most of us were boosted. I think all yep. of us were boosted. And uh, got home, checked, still... COVID free, so yeah, I, I'm gonna check tomorrow. Yeah, because tomorrow is pretty much the end of the. You could have, like, at the you could have caught it on the drive home phase, right? Um, so yeah, of the however many people there were, there was one case who probably caught it en route, and so their cruise was spent isolated in the cabin. Yeah, uh, but that was it. Right, the the as and far, full masking. Full masking. Everyone was masked except when, like, eating or you trying know, to talk into a microphone. Trying to talk into a microphone. Um, it was just great. Uh, I think a fantastic time. And the reports coming out so far are uh, zero post cruise cases. Yeah, which is nice. Also, I want to say. Uh, the the Bahamas is taking this really seriously. Holy crap! Like we we went to a a, a mall kind of area. We were looking for for where to get a drink, and uh, there was a Starbucks inside, and there were two guards out front. One oh of them God, was carrying yes. a lead pipe, which I'm yep. not saying he would have used on us, but I'm just saying the dude was carrying a fucking lead pipe. <laughs> And he was, and they were like, "You can go in and order the Starbucks, but you have to come outside to drink it. You, you, you do, you cannot remove your mask for any reason inside." And we're like, "Okay, okay." We, I, I don't argue with men with lead pipes. We go in, we get our Starbucks. Before we even order, they're like, "You have to go outside to drink this. You may not remove your mask at all inside." Yes, okay, got it. I'm really curious how much trouble they've had with other cruises, given that those, that level of reaction. But um... uh, well, people who cruise, and I'm not generalizing, not trying to generalize here, because as I will point out, everyone was just lovely on this one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you you do probably get a certain entitlement factor from 
uh, at least from some of the demographics. So. Yes, yes. So it's, but still it was, I mean, even on the island, um, what island was that? Half Moon K? Half Moon K, which is run basically, owned and run by the cruise line. Uh, by the way, it was beautiful and there were feral chickens and I might have been making suggestive comments to who's a pretty girl and if you just stand right oh come here baby yeah he was like hey girlfriend and just and i'm going if you were talking to another human like that i would uh i would have words uh, look i got some great pictures of her and some of the roosters that were hanging around and uh, i regret nothing but at the end of the day um even there they were like nope masks Mask, no, 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 don't take your mask off around the food prep areas. No, uh-uh, no. Oh, they had, it was, it was just nice. And everybody was good about it. And, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, like I said, A++ will cruise again. Yep. Will cruise again. Um, and also, this is the first vacation that either of us have had in other than, like, me taking time off for growing season. Like, you, you, you went away for a weekend... It was a long weekend. Like so. la like last year, but Yeah, so I, I went to play games at a castle with a bunch of friends. Yeah, but you know other than that, we're like we haven't gone on a vacation in a long damn yeah. time. And it was just And even though nice. it was an appearance, it was also a vacation because there was a lot of downtime for us to just chill and hang out. Yeah, I mean it, it was a working vacation yeah. uh uh in the I mean Kevin had to be on uh, a panel on chicken keeping and to help me GM. I mean, what else? Yeah, yeah but, but and uh, I was I was at all of your other panels, which is sweet. And I tell you, you don't have to be if there's someone else you want to see. But yeah. there usually wasn't any. No, usually it, there was nothing scheduled opposite you. They were really good, also about you know limiting. One of the things I guess about having the entire ship and having an entire week is they could schedule things like yeah, that um, you know, there's the Ursula Gail Simone panel, followed by the voice actor panel, followed by the, um, I forget what the other panel was. It, uh, I, I think it was a, uh, uh, I know Scalzi and I were on it. Yeah, you and Scalzi, well, you and Scalzi and, yeah, but, so it was like, okay, I don't have to actually leave this space, uh, to catch the voice actors panel, which was awesome. Um, and, uh, I made sure you got there to your panel on time and then went and got something to eat because we Which had I appreciate. A, yeah. But it was, um, but it wasn't like the schedule was such that there were huge numbers of competing events. Like, okay, the goth dance started an hour after Scalzi's nerd prom. So I stopped in at the nerd prom, saw some friends, saw that John Scalzi is in fact a pretty good DJ and then rolled down to the goth dance because uns uns motherfucker. Um, this is not to say anything about, but I had to get my goth on and it was so good. And, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the women who put it on were just like really great. And so, yeah, I had a chance to talk to them after and it was a lot of fun. So, so anyway, that was anyway. what we did in that week yeah. when we were not here. Yeah. Uh, and I, I did squeeze in a catch up interview with Augusta Scarlet, which I'll have on in. Ooh, about a month and a half, it looks like. So, you know, I, I have a whole bunch of stuff and a whole bunch of new people to uh, to schedule interviews with. So it's going to be, it's totally just amazing. 
And uh, yeah. so then we came back, and uh, let me tell you, when you haven't checked your email for 11 days, <laughs> I felt like I needed a rope and a, a climbing harness. So, yeah, one of the things, and I mentioned this on Twitter, is um, we need to sit down and we need to put together Gmail rules for you. Because your main inbox is hidden on Gmail, and I bet there's a lot of, pardon me, shit we can just filter out on that side that so that you never have to see it. Um, it's gotten a lot better since you made uh, the Red Wombat contact form start yeah. doing an I'm not a robot. Yes, yeah, and a couple other things I put in there. But still, like even, I mean, I have all kinds of stuff, and like once a year I go through and I just start clicking unsubscribe on things. Especially if I notice that there are things like, Gee, I haven't actually read one of those in like a year, and I just sort of click mark red and push it off to the side. So, um, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'll just unsubscribe. That's fine. Um, and I'm getting on towards to do one of those, uh, towards that purge time of year. Um, but we can, we can make it so that next time it's not, it's, it's easier or not as bad or something. Yay! Um, so that's on the to-do list. My to-do list. And, uh, and that's... Yeah, that's that. So otherwise... My to-do list is to write this book where, yes, internet, if you're keeping track at home, I have just hit the, oh god, this is terrible, it shames my ancestors point. It literally showed up in my inbox uh, about two hours ago of read this and tell me if it doesn't... To tell me it if it does or does not shame my ancestors. So I gotta... I will be doing that probably later tonight. Woo! Um, in the meantime, I think it is getting dark enough for me to go make sure all the chickens are in. Uh, with the daylight savings time change, that means it is light out later, and the chickens are. We're recording while it's still light out. I think I mentioned that at the start, and I think everybody's in. So I might go out. I, I need to go out and check chickens, and then we will have listener letters after this. letters we I do lot, i have a lot of letters all um, right and several of them were in response to our last letters show um so uh sharon writes in to say there was a a um a, a thing about you remember last time there was a letter writer who's trying to adapt to uh going back to work and the tools they had had been using before and the tools they before the pandemic and then during the pandemic and now back in the office like Things weren't quite working right anymore. Yeah. Um, so Sharon uh, wrote in to say that uh, one thought about how 
the last letter writer could make Trello work better for them on their phone is to buy a Bluetooth keyboard for about, you know, 20, 20 to $35 to link to your phone. Um, there's a link here to an ultra slim, um, which is the one that Sharon got, um, because quote, I wanted to be able to use my phone as a tablet to write while traveling. And, you know, uh, that's great. Um, I actually got the iPad magic keyboard to go with my iPad four. And it's really nice. If you can find a good Bluetooth keyboard, it, uh, especially if it's one that has a, a like a track something so that you're not limited to just touch. It's, it's actually pretty good. Um, from Tango. Hi, Tango. <laughs> Hi, Tango. Um, uh, I appreciate how genuinely lovey-dovey Kevin and Ursula are in this episode leading into Valentine's weekend. Oh, So, yeah. Um, also from Tango for Alex's question, if they're an iPhone user, uh, suggest moving recurring tasks to the iPhone's reminders. Along with those that might be location triggered, you can enter them manually or via uh, the voice assistant. I'm not saying it out loud because it will trigger on my watch and then I'll have to yell back at it as if it doesn't already trigger when I yell at the cat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. I'm learning to change my phrasing on yelling at his one-eyed highness. Uh, so as not to set off voice assistance. Um, from Brooke. From Brooke M. Not not our usual Brooke. Um, hi but Kev- still an excellent Brooke. Yes. Uh, hi, Kevin and Ursula. I'm the one catching up on the podcast, about to hit the 2019 episodes. But as the most recent episode dropped, I happened to notice links to podcasts I had mentioned in my letter, so realized you had read my letter and I listened to the episode. Um, yes, I'd be happy to be on the show and talk about how Trello can do much more amazing things than the three-column-to-do-doing-done do, format. Oh, wow, I use it to organize almost all aspects of my life. In addition to different areas of my life, it organizes systems, templates, project structures, to-do lists, other types of lists, scheduling, and project management. It allows all those types of systems to work together. Wow. Um, yeah, I definitely need to uh, send invite if I didn't already. Uh, and it's not on my, my tracker for, um, for invitations sent or pending. So, haha, got to get that. Um, also, uh, I wanted to correct the interpretation of habit chaining you explained. Perhaps I'm using the wrong term. I don't mean don't break the chain. Rather, what I mean is a way to develop new habits by linking a new activity you want to become a habit with an already existing habit. Ah, uh, The pre-existing habit becomes the new activity, and eventually you just start doing both of them together. Then you can add another activity to make a habit to this chain. Is this like uh, take your pills at the same time you feed the cat? Because yeah, because you already of. feed the cat. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, part of the the difficulty with starting a new habit is remembering to do it or remembering at the right time. This helps with that and is a good way to make the new activity seem less effortful and quickly become part of a routine. I can talk about this uh, more as well and give examples when the time comes. We are totally going to make that happen probably over the summer when Sharon's or when Brooks uh, schedule changes. All right. Um, uh, Caviar heard wrote in to mention um, that fear turducken um, 
from the uh, horror movie episode. Ah, uh, yes, uh, my th- ranting about the nun. Yeah, I think the turducken approach is a meta category that turns up in many media. Um, and then uh, Cavi Heard gave us a just... I can't even read it on air. I read it to you, though, right? Ah, uh, yes. The, the description of a, a person who tried to put everything... On their business card. On their business card. And every font available at the typesetter and... Um, Including multiple logos and, and colors. Colors, yeah. Uh, literally, it was flagged with design abuse content warning. Um, it was... It, I, I cannot do it justice. I really cannot do it justice. Um... But uh, uh, basically, uh, it ends with thank you for the turducken coinage. Um, <laughs> by the by, it's probably inevitable that someone has tried to deep fry turducken. I think so, yeah. I wonder what the hospital bills ran to first for the burns and then for the salmonella poisoning. This very concisely describes the mindset that goes into this sort of composition. Um, yeah, um, so... Honestly, there's tricks you can do if you want to have something that's deep fried, but you want to make sure it's cooked all the way. Like you, uh, you could sous vide it so that it's say it's hit safe to eat, and then you throw it in the um, deep frying for that last bit of crispy, crunchy outside. Um, that really is important to uh, the the eating of fried things. I mean, that's why you do it, right? Oh, well, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, oh, hey, Jake, I have not talked to them in a while. Um, so uh, uh, Jake is echoing uh, the question where writers comments and wanting to thank you, Ursula, and podcast guests for many hours of entertainment and learning. Woo! Um, so about hybrid work tools. Um, one of my biggest needs was also a tool that could be accessed on a phone as well as on a web browser and carried between multiple work sites. Uh, minimizing how many features I used per tool was helpful, i.e. task, description, due date, only if there are other features, specifically to preserve how at-a-glance legible things were for me on different devices. I focused on things that were vertically oriented, since that works better for me, when on a phone, and also how much I had to readjust or rewrite going between mediums, uh, example, computer to phone, or the tool to paper. Um, Things have shifted as my jobs have shifted, but Asana is one of the tools I've kept using. I really do like Asana. Um... Uh, but one of the tools I've kept using the most consistently because it grants the ability to create and edit a task and add copy-paste notes about a task relatively easily and can function both as a to-do or to-done list. Uh, I end up doing most of my detailed editing or reordering of tasks in a browser to minimize engrumpening already disgruntled hand joints. <laughs> if large snippets need to be typed fast but I can't log into an email, I've also grabbed a keyboard I could pair with my phone or tablet. I am very sympathetic to the grumpy hand joints because at this exact moment, as we are recording, I am signing book plates. Yeah, how many? How many do you have to sign? Uh, well, I've already signed 150, and is that a fresh stack I see there? Uh, yeah, I did two stacks, but they were smaller than this stack, so I think these gotcha. may be, uh, maybe a hundred a piece, and oh, okay. uh, I have I may have to do a thousand of these. Oh boy. How exciting. Um, 
They're really cute though. Look at look look at Bone Dog. Oh, that is great. This is these are for Nettle and Bone, which yeah. is uh, coming out next uh, month. Next I think. month, yeah. So um, I gotta get these signed. Yeah. Uh, reminder link to Nettle and Bone pre-order. Um, it's a great book. Uh, side note: uh, one of the people on the cruise was a buyer a bookseller yeah a bookseller and was just finishing her advanced copy of nettle and bone on the boat and then had no one to yell at because there was next to no internet and so at one point was it like friday um, the two of us are just like going to the side and gushing about this and that. And what about this moment and that moment? Because we're the only, like, we're the only two people we can talk to about it because it's still wrapped up under NDA and things like that. So <clears throat> anyway, um, back to the thing. Um, uh, Asana, yes. Uh, a feature I found invaluable in switching between devices and locations is that Asana lets you email it from my linked email in order to create a task for when I can access my email but not the app itself. Uh, I'm sure this feature exists in other apps too. Yeah, uh, pretty much all of them uh, have it these days. I've used it with Evernote. I've used it with Remember the Milk, although, uh, you know, um, and all of them are just a little bit different, but they're all, you know, oh my gosh, the ability to email something to a service and have it just added to your list is great. Um, back to the letter. If I can't access my web-based tool of choice at work, I've switched to mobile data on my phone using an app built-in browser or just emailed things to myself and had them flag filter automatically based on preset keywords. Emailing is a bit more labor-intensive since I'd have to post-process and sort tasks from email to whatever end tool I was using, but ultimately I think it's still better than the ADHD auto-forget default mode. <laughs> Another option I regularly make use of to keep things interesting for ADHD reasons or because my to-do app is not easily editable or read-only is to transfer a set amount of tasks to paper or work-appropriate medium once I'm on site. It doesn't quite entirely avoid the issue of losing things between sites, but it does certainly help me avoid the pages and pages of to-dos. Uh, good luck, Alex. Jake. You know what? These are all great things. Um, and... Uh, I have used all of them at one point or another. Um, from Silvercat, who uh, also I haven't talked to in a while. Um, probably somebody has said this before. This is from episode 101, so uh, I, I think they are catching up. Um, but cisset isn't the same as straight, since trans people can be straight. And while opinions differ, one could say, say that being asexual or aromantic is a way to be cisset, while not straight. Technically, at least in my hum humble opinion, being asexual or aromantic is inherently not het, but ace het or hetero or aero het people might disagree. I don't know. I'm pretty sure y'all know, but adding aloe to cisset is a good way to make uh, it clear you include us. This is not me criticizing you, just adding some clarity, theoretically. Well, theoretically, uh, no, you actually are, and I will be keeping that in mind. Thank you for uh, correcting me and yes. clarifying. And... Aloe, I, I, I knew that in the back of my brain, but I couldn't... Uh, I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, what the heck is the thing for, for when you're trying to say you're not ace, asexual? Crap, I can't remember yeah. what the word is. Yeah. So, yeah. 
good good reminder thank you yes and i will try to keep that in mind and do better um let's see um uh from oh from Corey, who uh is a a prior guest um let's see uh in regards to the various episodes where ursula talks about writing um in episode 137 we talked about your uh, diagnosis and your process um in episode 186 uh with the schedule changes and the letters we talked about the changes in your publishing schedule and how it affected you I believe you while having yep. very little memory of any of this. Yep. Uh, episode 187, where you answered uh, Corey's question about your publishing schedules. Um, in episode 213, uh, we talked about ADHD and your pen names. Um, Ursula answers my misworded pen name question. It was not her fault. I should have worded it differently. Um, I was able to pull these quickly because they're still downloaded on my phone and I listen to them over and over because I enjoy Ursula talking about her process and answering writing questions. Oh my goodness. I find it inspiring and hope someday to be half as prolific in uh, self-publishing as her. This is something I'm working towards. Maybe Just, I'll... Uh, speaking of pen names... Yeah? Get a shorter one than T. Kingfisher. <laughs> Because, uh, man, the, I, for, I didn't realize how much I relied on Ursula Vernon being UV scrawl. Right. And uh, I'm, Today I learned. I'm actually writing the word Kingfisher out in all caps because I can't find a good point to just scrawl it. And Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll add it to my someday maybe list to go back and re-listen to all Productivity Alchemy episodes and make an Ursula Talks writing wiki or something. Oh, Lord. I mean... Bear in mind, my opinion might have changed. I might have just been wrong. I mean, that's fine. We we grow as people. And considering... <laughs> I find it really weird, you know, that there, are th that there are at least two... There may even be... I think there may be a Productivity Alchemy wiki out there somewhere. I seem to remember it, a fan, like on fandom. Um, but there are the, there's a wiki for Kevin and Ursula Cheap. There's a wiki for Hidden Almanac. Um, I use the wiki for Hidden Almanac yeah, we've, fairly regularly, actually. Yeah, we've, uh, and, and I have given access to the people who are running that one uh, to all of the scripts so they don't have to transcribe by hand or typing every episode, right? Um, but uh, uh, still, it's... You know, I'm I'm always amazed and, and flattered when something I, I do, we do, um, it has that much fan love, right? So oh yeah. Anyway, yeah. So there's the list. Um, I am not going to link them in the show notes because I'm feeling I'm I'm I don't know how my no show notes are going to go. This this we're this a week. little burned yeah. out. Uh, I, I yeah. reiterate that uh, it is a long drive from Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, Morality. and then I, I I had to jump right into here's something's <laughs> broken and needs fixing, and here's and today has just been a nonstop barrage of can you help with can you help with can you help with so. Um, but yes, uh, uh, was there a, was there a, a question in there? No, that was actually answering a question from someone else oh, from okay. last letter show, um, from. Episode 241. Oh my goodness. This was last the last episode we recorded. Um, Travel Panic and uh, our guest Gail Goddard, the Houston um, uh, cleaning fairy, who was decluttering fairy, clutter fairy, um, who was amazing and so much fun to talk to. Um, 
So from Shan, uh, uh, Sharon, uh, I really liked this episode. The way Gail Goddard talked about decluttering was very insightful. It's absolutely true that the barrier between most people I know, cough, namely me, cough, cough, and becoming tidier and more organized is an emotional one related to the specific histories of each of my possessions, whether they're abused with familial guilt, etc. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this definitely goes back to something you and Ursula have discussed on the show before. If the Marie Kondo method works for a person, it's probably because they've developed emotional bonds with the objects they interact with every day over the course of years, and Marie Kondo acknowledges the strength of that animating force. Um, I think there's a pretty direct analogy between this way of looking at decluttering, that is, that the emotional labor is half the battle, and the strategies I found most useful to become more productive over the years, which have to do with getting more skilled at managing the emotions around productivity, failure, and success. The more I have a system, even a loose one, for how to deal with difficult emotions around my work, if negative work thing, then bad emotion A, then mitigation effort B with predicted success rate C, then distraction effort D with uh, predicted success rate, success rate E, the more likely I can keep moving forward with some efficiency. Also, Gail po Gail's point about sleep underpinning all functions has always been true for me. Oh, there God, yeah. eras of my life that one might describe as uh, multifarious collages of failure. And in retrospect, they all coincided with being consistently sleep-deprived for extended periods. Man, just uh, the improvement I feel like in my work since um, getting the prescription to let my legs stop moving so I can sleep at night. The restless leg, Matt, yeah. yes. Like, I don't know how you lasted as long as you did, and I, I was nagging you pretty hard towards the oh, end yeah. to just get a damn prescription for it, because yes, yes. you were sleeping, like, what, three, four hours a night sometimes? Pretty much. Um, and then, and you know, just about the time I would start to get into that sleep rhythm, uh, the dog would be like, hey, it's time to get up and go, and it was, you know, it was impacting my work, it was... Um, impacting uh, my ability to do things on weekends it was you know all kinds of things and so i was i was astonished uh, uh and this may be chalk it up to getting old i don't remember uh missing my mattress and my pillow so much in my youth but like and, and the, the the cabin on the ship was perfectly comfortable oh, yeah. it was fine but i got home and like my mattress and my weighted blanket and my memory foam pillow. And I uh, yeah. was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, sleep is really important. And um, I am 100% with, with Gail on how important it really is. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm doing mm -hmm. better since I got my sleep apnea treated, but I suspect I am. I notice you, unless you have an extremely between... The sleep apnea and your ADHD meds, I notice you are you are still napping sometimes, but you are napping less. A lot less, yeah. Right. Um, all right, from Jane in Virginia. Uh, so I'm retiring and don't know how to start shopping for a personal laptop. Uh, so far, I've been using a work-issued HP Elite. Um, I Yeah, you might not be able to re recommend a particular brand, but can you tell me what to look for? Um, also, what should I do for security and protection? Again, not sure if I can spell out a brand, but hints would be welcome. Um, and email, I've had a Yahoo account for years for personal stuff, but don't know if it even has a calendar function. Any advice is very welcome. So, um, first thing I would look at, honestly, if you're going to be using it mostly for 
mail and calendar and web browsing might be is a Chromebook. Did you just write T Kish on? Um... Look, I got through like nearly two hundred and fifty of these things okay. before I decided I forgot how to spell my own name. So uh... it's a, okay. It's a start. It's a start. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, honestly, uh, in terms of RAM for long get longevity if you're not going to buy something like that's purpose built to be this is what you connect you connect to the web and that is pretty much all you do with it like a chromebook and i don't get me wrong i love my chromebooks um they are great for like i will take it with me to uh conventions where especially if i'm like uh like i'm working for the dorsi at magfest i will take the chromebook with me and that will basically be my duty station that will be where i do all of the con related work and my personal not you know laptop uh will stay in my room because um you know one distraction free two i can't risk somebody like walking up to my laptop because i've you know, because it's sitting on a desk and walking away with it. Um, so Chromebooks are great for that because they work really well. And if it breaks, great. You're out like maybe 200 bucks. Um, uh, otherwise, you know, any consumer grade window, Windows laptop is probably fine. Um, I wouldn't buy anything less with than four gig of RAM um, and an i7, but that's me personally. I tend to do heavier workloads. Um, in terms of security and spam protection, turn on everything that's built into Windows. Except um, McAfee, which they will install automatically, and which is bullshit. Yeah, well, and usually that's that's not Microsoft. That's the manufacturer because McAfee pays the money. Yeah, turn that off and get rid of it because it's... It's basically a really annoying ransomware. Yeah. Also, the guy fucked a whale or tried. Yeah. um, John Mac. Yeah, John McAfee is a is a thing. Um, Well, I mean, he's not anymore. I believe he's dead. Yes. He was a thing. He was a thing. Um, His legend lives on in the most bizarre ways possible. He tried to fuck a whale, dude. I don't care what else he did. That you don't top that. I mean, You, you really don't. Do they call him McAfee the spamware builder? No. No. He will always be McAfee the whale fucker. Yes. Yeah. So, all that being said, um, frankly, the stuff that's built into Windows is is really good these days. If anyone's worried about the whale, uh, by all accounts, he did not succeed, and the whale probably didn't notice. Right? So, yeah, there's that. Um, Anyway... um, Humpback, in case anyone's wondering. Yeah, I, I can't, uh, I, I, I really can't advise to particular brands. I'm a Mac person, so... I want us all to admire Kevin's ability to carry on attempting here uh, to answer the question yeah. as I, yeah. Yeah, best, but I mean, you know, if you're using Yahoo, it probably has a, a I think it has a built-in calendar. Personally, I would get off that because I think Yahoo is going away or has been declining for years. Um, so, um, you know, happy Gmail user. That may not be your thing. You may want to go with some other service. Um, if you are not a technical person, do not host your own. I'm just going to say that right now. It's such a mess in trying to do spam protection and all that. Um, so yeah. Um, hello. There's a new Pokemon out 
and it appears to be dancing in our front yard. Sorry, slight distraction. I've had Pokemon Go up all day because I saw a, one, there's a collection challenge, and two, I saw a gray thing. Is it the little bird with pom-poms? Yes, it is. Yes. Yes. Love um, the bird with pom-poms. Yay, that is the, um, yay, I, I now have an Oracocrio. There were, there were, what, three versions of this? Four versions of uh, this one? There were at least three, and yeah. uh, uh, I haven't seen the others. The only one I remember is the red one is like a flamenco dancer. Right. And, well, I wonder if they're staging the release of the different forms. I the assume they do. so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but now that I've caught that, I can turn off Pokemon Go and let my phone battery kind of recover from that, because, uh, man, there, there ain't no drain like a Pokemon Go drain on a battery. Right, anyway, um, Jane. Yes. Um, yeah, a Chromebook is like my go-to for I need a machine, but I really only need it for doing email and web browsing. Um, if you're going to take up other things, you're going to want to move up. Um, and I would need to know more specifics. Um, but yeah, there's always the, yes, I have a work-issued thing, and now it's going away. Um I do know that some companies will let you, like, if it's an older machine or whatever, when they're replacing things, they will let you buy them out. Um, so, and I have used that option in at least one job in the past, but that was just me. Um, so, yeah, good luck, Jane. Yeah. Uh, let's see. From Mel... From Mel. What do we have here from Mel? Hey, Kevin and Ursula, I hope you're doing well and that I'm doing this right. I've been listening to your podcast for a little while now, sort of from newest to oldest, and just got to episode 191 where Gary interviewed uh, Gary Tyrell and y'all got to talking about the Lamy fountain pens. In the episode, Kevin mentioned he prefers the Lamy because of erasable ink and erasable highlighters. Um, so that's not a Lamy. That's the Pilot Friction. And... God only knows I wish I could do that with a Lamy, but um, yeah. Um, I've been trying to do some research into both on my own because the erasability piqued my interest, but I'm new to the concept of fountain pens and I'm not sure I'm Googling the right stuff. No, you're probably Googling the right stuff. It's just that um, if I said that it was a... I think I might have said I wished for a Lamy with the, fr with the Pilot Friction ink because that would be amazing. So that's... I... I uh, so if you got that impression, that was totally on me for giving you what was probably confusing information. Um, please tell me a little more about the Lamy erasable ink and highlighters and how you use them. From what I understand, it seems like certain erasers only erase certain colors of ink, and I'm having a hard time finding anything about the highlighters. Um, so, interestingly enough, the, uh, the Pilot Frictions, um, which I love, um, uh, they do use kind of a special eraser because it's kind of heat-based. It isn't like the old rubber eraser, which I don't understand how that works at all. Um, but it's it's a like it's a different mechanism for the ink, um, and the highlighters work mostly the same way. The one thing I will say about the highlighters is they do not seem to erase as well as just the regular ballpoint pen. I've found like ghosting and traces of the highlighter. On pages. The other problem I've had is, of course, when I use the highlighters with anything that isn't like a gel ink or a ballpoint ink, uh, particularly fountain pen inks, because they are, you know, they're not like they're not oil based. They don't normally, they, they usually 
even when they dry, they can be smudged or whatever when they get wet, and man, those highlighters will run them. Um, I have ruined, I'm not going to say ruined, but I have certainly messed up planner pages by going over things with the highlighter and then watching my carefully written out days just smudge into a black and yellow or black and orange streak. Um, so yeah, it was, it was unpleasant. Um, and now I, I mostly just use my, my remarkable because the remarkable is amazing. And I've talked about that too, uh, in the past. Um, Anyway, uh, back to the letter. Thank you so much. Love your podcast. It's been helping me get through a particularly rough patch. You know what? You're very welcome. Uh, I'm glad we can we can help. Um, I wish you both the best and can't wait to listen more. Sincerely, Mel. Yeah, really sorry about any confusion on that. Uh, it, it may be one of the uh, I wish. It, it's in one of those um, those I wish they made discussions, I think. So... Um, not that it exists, but if pilots started releasing that ink for fountain pens tomorrow, I would be so over there. <laughs> right. Um, all right. From, um, uh, Michelle Wexelblatt, who I will be talking to next week with a catch up interview. Woo. Um, and, uh, uh, a, a note to Sharon. Um, this is one of the first tools I teach people. I'm a clinical social worker. You can only make change if uh, you can believe. So if your language has no room for change, your brain isn't going to believe it, uh, which is hugely important. Um, and it looks like, yes, Michelle is now starting on the great catch up, which I do during tax season, as it's easy for me to listen in the background and play with numbers. Uh, my comment about listening to Musicians Jam is spot on. It was our favorite part of the George Clinton and the Parliament Funkadelic. Um, and uh, and there's a story apparently there, so maybe we'll get to that uh, when Michelle and I are doing our catch-up next week. Um, which will come out in, um, I'm looking at probably May. Um, so yeah, um, man, uh, some of my favorite times are when musicians just jam. And not when they are not the usual predefined playlist. I will say that Tool never does that. Like everything with Tool is perfection incarnate or as close as they can make it. So there's not really a we're just going to sit here, noodle around, and play time. Uh, but Smashing Pumpkins, Grateful Dead, um, a lot of small bands. There's a period in each. Um, in this moment concert where uh, Maria Brink walks off stage and the band just kind of jams. I think they probably practice and rehearse a little bit, but um, it's a time for them to just play and shine and do individual solos and things like that. And I love, that's one of my favorite parts. Um, well, we were on the yeah. cruise and the green room was also the, the musician sort of rehearsal area. Oh my God, yeah. And uh, occasionally I would be up there and uh, a, one of the various bands would be would be working on something, mm -hmm. and every time I would think, God, I wish Kevin was here because he would actually appreciate this. Whereas I'm just <laughs> like, this is kind of cool, but I know I am not the uh, the audience who would be uh, thrilled to the marrow. Yeah, it was when I the the couple times when I did catch it, it was great. You know, it's it's fun to hear musicians noodling around with things or discovering things or just being musicians and not being, uh, you know, not like having a rote performance. Like I've seen tool twice now and 
aside from some lineup changes, when they played 46-2 and two at each event, it was almost exactly the same. Um, when I saw uh, Pucifer, I saw them on the same, you know, two stops on the same tour and picture perfect, and we're going to see what happens when, it ha- when uh, I see them again this summer. Um, in this moment always has an, an interesting, a, a new and different show. Um, the bits where Alice Cooper lets like Nita Strauss just go in a solo are some of the best parts of, of his shows, right? So anyway, um, back to letters, back to letters. Uh, also from Michelle, um, when talking about Neil Stevenson, please do not forget the big U. No, and everyone forgets the big U, and and the the big U is actually part of my theory about his endings getting worse over time because the big U had a a solid ending. Yeah, Zodiac had a pretty solid ending. Yeah, Snow Crash ended, the Diamond Age didn't, and the Diamond Age was was Diamond w- Age had a great ending if only it hadn't come two hundred pages before the end of the book. Yeah. And yeah. Cryptonomicon, I as I've said before, I actually checked to make sure that my cop my copy was not misprinted. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right, yeah, so um please do not forget the big U. I went to that school and I'm teaching there now. Oh my. Uh, so many accurate things. Um meanwhile, to get through Quicksilver, I needed an audiobook. That man doesn't designate who's talking frequently enough that I just lose track. The audiobook was marginally better, but I think I'm done trying to slog through the noise to get to the signal. Um, yeah, I, 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 I respect absolutely the right of a creator to go yes. in directions that I don't necessarily like, which is fine. Like, I am sure I have gone directions where, you know, I'm sure there are people out there saying I like Ursula's old stuff, but her new stuff is, is just doesn't work for me. Absolutely, it's a thing that happens. It's okay. Uh, but... I, I like Firewater's old stuff, and their new stuff is meh. Uh, but Not that they've done any new stuff and like... Well, people are also allowed to quit their band. Yes, but uh, yes. anyway, but Stevenson is one who moved away from what I can handle. I, I loved his, his way with words in Snow Crash, and then somewhere around the Baroque cycle, uh, it was clear that he wanted to write books that were wildly different from what had initially attracted me. And I hope he finds great satisfaction and financial success doing so. I now I will say uh, I read I got through the first half of Seven E's, Eves, um, and I really think that should have been two books um, because the first book was amazing. Or the first half was amazing, and the second half I I need to go back and try again. I don't think I was in the right mindset for it. Um, Remedy was amazing. Um, it felt it was it was much. It it actually had an ending, and it was much better put together. I think some of his newer books are better, and they aren't giant tomes. There was something he was trying to put together, put together specifically for the Baroque cycle, and once once that was done, um, and I also feel like that he got you know Diamond Age and um, Cryptonomicon out of his system. That um, I think some of the more recent books uh, have been better about that, and I have enjoyed them. So, yeah, that's me. Um, also, Trans Lifeline is great. Another is the Trevor Project, and take a look at their website. Yes, um, that will be uh, the that is is Bill and Laura's uh, one of Bill and Laura's 
um, charities of choice, and they will certainly, and they're definitely getting a spotlight on that in two weeks. Um, I may throw them in again today just because they do good work. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to write a note to myself. <laughs> uh, we're almost done. And then it's dark enough that hopefully the chickens have actually gone in now. Um, so what is this magic of Twitch co-working sessions? How do I find those? Um, uh, also, uh, this is in reference to the Lucky Little Man episode with Dr. Catherine Firth. Uh, this was a magic, a fantastic episode. I believe as a social worker, I need to start acknowledging the indigenous people before I start class or have a CEU presentation. Um, yeah, no, I think it's, I, I think it's important recognition, um, I don't know how to recognize all of the people who have held this land before us, and I'm still learning to pronounce their names, so I apologize. Uh, the, uh, uh, I have looked this up on several occasions. Uh, a couple of different groups lived around here mm -hmm. at various points, uh, most of whom are either uh, were wiped out or absorbed by the Catawba Confederacy. So. Right. The Catawba uh, would be the uh, as much of the culture as survives mm -hmm. is held by the Catawba Nation, right? Which is currently in South Carolina, so that is usually who I default to, um, because that's who would have been here. Uh, the uh, uh, there's a couple other groups uh, that. Areas were named after, but ironically, a bunch of the names are not in the exact place where yeah. the uh, where people would be. Like Shikori, were not actually in the exact place that got named for the Shikori, and so yeah, it's yeah. it's our record keeping um, was not great. Anyway, the magic of Twitch co-working sessions. Uh, honestly, a lot of it's just. I look at the just chatting and filter for, you know, working or work sprints or something like that. Um, they're, they're great. Um, and uh, I don't know if they have their own category. It's been a little while since I've been able to do one because I've been co-working, co-working with my actual co-workers lately a lot more. Um, since I, I changed uh, groups internally. And so um, I haven't needed them because I am busy, busy. It's been, uh, it's exhilarating is what it is. All right. Last letter from Nancy talking about our travel panic. Um, I'd like to request more information about the filing system that Kevin is playing around with, please. Um, Productivity Alchemy is one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, thank you, Nancy. Uh, so um, the para method, which is... Uh, which was developed, um, at least I learned about it from the Build a Second Brain um, organization, uh, Tiago Forte, who I really want to have on uh, later this year. He's got his book about building a second brain comes out later this year. Um, I have it on pre-order, of course. Um, but anyway, he uses um, a system called Para, P-A-R-A, um, which means you organize, like my documents folder is organized into P, projects, right? I have a projects folder. I have a areas folder. I have a resources folder and I have an archive folder. And so any ongoing projects or things that I'm currently working on goes in projects. 
um, and I create a folder for each. Um, areas are things like um, Ursula or Dorsi or, you know, areas of my life that I'm, that have collections of documents that I need on hand, but not, um, and are relevant, but are not you know, part of a, an individual project. And sometimes there's overlap. Sometimes I will have a project that could be either one. Usually it stays in project until I'm done with it. And then it goes to archive. Um, if it's an area where it's going to be like a long-term thing, but it isn't, you know, like a specifically defined project, it'll live in areas until it's, you know, and I might move parts of it into the archive folder or not, um, depending, um, and then the resources. Resources are, and I'm going to bring mine up. Um, resources is a place for things that I, that are active that are not, but don't really have an area or a project associated. Like I have all of my D&D downloads. Sorry. Not, did you say that I did not say Siri. I said resources. Quiet you. Um, <clears throat> That much being said, like, um, I keep all of my planner pages in my resources folder. I, I just keep... want to point out, I didn't laugh out loud, Internet, and I think I deserve a cookie. You Go have a cookie. We don't actually um, have any cookies. But, like, I keep all of my D&D resources, literally the resources, like, um, all of the adventures I'm thinking of running, source, you know, digital copies of source books, digital copies of maps, all the things I need um, when I am running... The, you know, our game, uh, when I guess I'll probably get to running it back to running it later, um, this year, next year, I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll see how, how we're doing with the Temple of Elemental Evil, right? Um, having a lot of fun playing, that's for sure. I'm glad! Yeah, I keep it all, but I keep it all in, uh, that folder, right? Uh, also in resources are, like, all the other game sets and rules I am either playing with or investigating, um, my remarkable templates are all in there. Um, you know, resources is where I keep, you know, essentially resources that I need, if not a day-to-day, but like a, a weekly, um, that are useful for, that I need for projects and other areas of my life. Um, archive is where I shove everything when I'm done with it. Um, and one of the nice things is I use, um, all of my documents are on, in Dropbox. So I can just, like, one of the nice things is I can say, okay, just don't sync my archive folder to machines. And so when I drop it in there, it goes away. Um, It's stored, it's safe, but it's not taking up space on my machines anymore. Um, I do have, like, you know, there are things that want to default to putting things in my documents folder that there is nothing I can do to stop them. Um, those things, I basically let them do their thing and live, but like all of the stuff that if, you know, that I move and I want to keep in safe places and things like that, they go into one of the four para folders. Um, and there's a great write-up. There are multiple write-ups on it and I bet they do a much better explanation than I do. But one of the things I've also done is I've, I'm also doing that in my email. And I also do that in like my digital notes because using the exact same format, that way I know if it's for 
2023 MAGFest, right? In my email, I can look at my project's 2023 MAGFest folder, and the documents are on my drive, and, uh, you know, so on and so forth. So I'm, I'm trying to unify, trying to use the same system so that there's no confusion over time. Look at me go. Look at you go. Um, and I will link to the parasystem in the show notes. Next yeah. pen name I have, it's going to be Bob. <laughs> all right. Um, that was all the letters. All of them. Woo! All all done. Yes. So many thanks to Sharon Tango, Brooke, uh, Cavi Heard, Jake, Silvercat, Lori, Jane, Mel, Michelle, and Nancy for their time and writing in. Y'all were awesome. And if you listening at home have not written in but have any questions, please send them in. Kevin loves getting questions. Yes. It makes him happy. It does. It also gives us something to do during this uh this you know show rather than uh you're just having to listen to me narrate signing hundreds of book plates which believe me is a lot less fun than it sounds so we're going to take a break and i will be right back after this are back. Um, all the chickens had decided to go in because it's raining. None of them looked happy about having been rained on. Uh, they're as mad as a wet hen and they're as sad as a wet rooster. Let me tell you right now. Oh, the tragedy of Ninja out in the rain. Yes, uh, and I have photos and I'm going to get... Now that the big thing for March is done, I can sort of clear my brain of all the cruise prep stuff uh, into and go back and fix things like chicken cam and catch up on articles I need to write and things like that. So that's where I'm going to be at. Um, so, uh, again, I thank you. I am still T. Kingfisher. Yes. I will always be T. Kingfisher. Yeah, so, uh, again, thanks to Sharon, Tango, Brooke, Cavi, Heard, Jake, Silvercat, Corey, Jane, Mel, Michelle, and Nancy for writing in. Uh, I love getting your letters, and there's a contact form on the website, uh, or you can just email Kevin at productivityalchemy.com, ha ha, um, and it will show up uh, in my inbox, and I will, you know, we'll read them on air, and uh, I'll respond. Uh, it's cool. Um, so, we need a word for this week. Book plate. Book plate. Wow. That uh, tells me where your head is right now. I always agree to sign book plates because mm -hmm. I'm because I always forget what it's like, and you know it's it's a simple thing. They're doing all this marketing. Surely I can just sit down for you know an hour and casually sign things while I watch TV or something. So book plate, all one word. Uh, and then they ask for two thousand. 
just put that in on productivityalchemy.com where it says enter badge code and you will receive the badge for this episode. And if you want to find out more about badges, uh, what they are, how to get them, how, you know, and, and all the things associated with them, uh, check out the badges how to on productivityalchemy.com. I should mention my agent now rides herd on the book plate thing because people will ask for 5,000 and she will just flat out refuse before it ever gets to me. Okay. She's, she's good that way. She's good that way. All right. Um, anyway, again, uh, productivityalchemy.com, enter the word book plate, you will get the badge for this episode. After that... While you're there, you can look at past episodes. One of these days, I will put together the big list of charities we have supported and continue to support. And thinking of support, there's a big link there that says support, which has ways to give us money like Patreon and Kofi. But and don't. Don't. We, yeah. we don't need it. We're, we're great. I have a book coming out. It's all good. I have a day job that takes that pays for insurance, right? Yes. Um, so, yeah, mortgage, college, all that stuff paid for, right? Um, well, being paid for. Being paid for. Uh, anyway, the idea me, there... If the mortgage was paid for, we would be having a different conversation. That's fair. Um, in any case, um, instead of giving us money, why don't you go over to the Trevor Project and give them money? Yes. Um I, I I love just you you just go to thetrevorproject.org and the the splash screen right there is you deserve a welcoming loving world. Uh I agree. I absolutely agree. Uh and right at the very top of that page um donate and reach a counselor. So if you need help, um they are there for you. If um especially, you know, around um uh, any of the the topics they have resources for sexual orientation and gender identity and mental health and other things and they even have um a place for lgbtq people to gather and um you know uh, have a supportive community so do it go there give them money yes um, or go there if you need them Right. And uh, side note, uh, one of the things they did pop up, and I, I think this is interesting, is um, uh, press escape. They had a pop-up. Very first thing was press escape three times if you need to leave the page quickly. And I did that and it immediately jumped over to Google.com. Yeah, that's the... So... You're here and someone just showed up behind you and you're... Yeah, just... Yeah. It's good that they think of these things. Yeah, and... and um. I'm reminded of there used to be, uh, for some, like, games, there was a boss key that you would hit a button. Oh, God, yeah, we had that in Adventure, and it would pop up just a, a spreadsheet for right. the numbers. Right, And so it would look like you were working on a thing. Um, in this case, it looks like you're just doing a, a normal-ish search, and that's fine. Yes. Um, I think that's very important uh, and sort of a protective measure, so... Much more so than uh, just not the, bo the boss not finding out you were playing adventure on company time. Right, exactly. So anyway, yeah, um, go support them. They're doing important work, uh, and they're doing good work, and we support them. Yes. So um, that's it for this week. Uh, thank you all for writing in next week. Um, boy, have I got a great interview for you. Um, as a matter of fact, the next month of interviews... Uh, are really, really good, and 
Uh, I'm excited to be sharing them with you. Um, but next week I have uh, game designer um, Eloy DeSanta and a, a musician, a game designer, and I'm really excited about bringing that conversation to you. So I have just signed 350 book plates. You should take a break and play video games until tomorrow. Yes, I'm going to. All right. Uh, and on that note, um, thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. And do your best this upcoming week to um, stay productive. And God, I hope you're doing something more productive than signing book plates. Look, just think of it this way. If you, if you keep at this pace... Three more days, you're done. What? You know, you know what the key to eating the whale one bite at a time is? I mean, it's one book plate at a time. It's to never look at the whole whale. Okay, that's fair. I opened the box and gazed upon the whale. Yeah, uh, mistakes were made. Yeah. Yeah. All right.